Hey everyone, welcome to this week's Artist Spotlight episode of Horror Haven Podcast. I'm Dylan. I'm Sierra. Today we're with Chris Halford, an artist that we have gotten contact with on Instagram. Uh, how you doing, Chris? Pretty good. How you doing? Not bad. Um, You're so cheesy, Dylan. <laughs> Not bad. <laughs> like, it's like a bad car <laughs> But, um, yeah, well, let's jump right in, man. So, uh, what made you want to like get into painting was there like something that you've always been into or is it something that like evolved from a different interest oh or? um well painting i started painting in uh early 2012 i believe before that though my whole life i've always doodled and drawn and all that then i got interested in tattooing so i was kind of you know trying to draw up my own flash sheets and do tattoo designs and all that and then when I moved to Oregon, I started talking to people about apprenticeships, and they cost about $15,000 out here. Jeez. They don't really they do the... They charge you? Oh, yeah, they charge you. And Go they don't guarantee you off either. They do that for free. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, back then I had no money or anything, so I, I didn't even really consider it. And then when I met my wife, Gina, in uh, November of 2011... Name. Um, she painted. She had a bunch of acrylic paints and stuff. So we just started hanging out, painting together, and all that. And uh, yeah, then just kind of took off from there. I think I painted with acrylic for about a year and a half, and then uh, switched to oil painting. And then that's what I've been doing since. Are you um? So are you like strictly painting right now, or do you like do other work on the side still? Oh yeah, the uh, the tattoo thing's kind of off the table now. I don't really have any interest in tattooing. I enjoy painting, so awesome. I primarily only paint with oils. Um, for a recent show I did in October at the Dark Art Emporium in Long Beach, I don't. September was a really shitty month, so uh, I ended up pushing off the two pieces for that forever. So I ended up doing some graphite small graphite drawings for that show but for the most part it's all oil painting now now how did you end up incorporating like the horror aspect into your paintings how did that come to be um i mean i don't know i've always i've always liked horror movies and before i really ever did any of like like i don't do a whole lot of like the the pop art like the horror icons and stuff i kind of every year i'll run a special about this time of year where i'll do a bunch of them but uh, i always like just weird shit weird kind of surreal monsters kind of dark and trippy um and then just i think i first started doing it just as kind of practice work you know, just to print out a reference of a monster I liked, paint that, you know, just kind of help understand the light and shadow and all that kind of stuff. It's really funny because when we were going through your artwork, Dylan had said that it um, reminds him a lot of, uh, like, Clive Barker's paintings. And I, like, oh, I really? Looked at them. Yeah, like, it's, like, yeah. a very similar style. So I was like, that's nice. really cool because... Like Clive Barker, like he's fucking awesome, you know. <laughs> yeah. Now, do you have any? Um, <laughs> yeah. Do you have any artists that you are like influenced by specifically, or is it kind of just like you do what comes to your head, just coincidental? Um, pro- probably my heaviest influence is Chet Czar. I don't know if you guys are familiar with him. Mm-hmm. If you aren't, definitely check him out. Um. He, he was an effects artist for years, and I think it was 2000 is when he started. He switched over to fine art. Like he's, you guys have seen a ton of movies he worked on, like from the 80s to 2000. Um, I found his art years ago and really 
latched onto that, and then I ended up getting to know him. And uh, I think oh, I first cool. talked to him in 2013, and you know, then you know, he's a pretty good friend now, and like he uh, he's kind of the guy that's coached me along the way, kind of tells me when my paintings suck, what I need to do better, all that kind of stuff. Um, he's not the only influence, but he was a big one. Like if you look at especially some of my older work, it was pretty derivative of his style which I've been trying to kind of steer away from. <laughs> yeah, but I think that's the thing with art and like as like I, you know, I was really into fine arts when I was younger. It's like no matter what you do subconsciously, you're always influenced by other people and and inspired by other people's work. And I think um more than anything, it's like a, a nod of appreciation, you know what I mean? Like I just think oh, I, yeah. you yeah. know, you can't help it if you love something, you know? And like subconsciously, if you love something enough, like you're going to take inspiration from that and i don't think there's anything wrong with that at all yeah oh yeah no, I, t- I totally agree i think i think pretty much every artist has bits and pieces from from the other artists that they admire and mm-hmm. whatnot and kind of start applying it to theirs and then exactly kind of and i think that's also how you perfect. improve as an artist you know i mean you see it a lot too um not even like with music also like I've noticed, like, if you see, like, a musician's touring with another musician... Their and next then they album's wanna... very yeah, similar exactly. style, yeah. <laughs> right, right. But... How long do your paintings generally take you to finish? Um, it, it depends um, on the size I'm doing, or just some some paintings happen quick, some some fight you the whole way. Yeah. Um, if I'm using a reference, like sometimes I'll make my own photo references or if I'm doing like a horror icon, if I have a reference, it goes a lot quicker because yeah. you know for the exactly most part I have, doing. yeah, I have most of the answers in front of me, but if I'm painting just from my head, occasionally I can paint something pretty cool. Sometimes one, two sessions. Sometimes I work on it for a month, put it away, and pull it out six months later, work on it for another month. and um, So it kind of depends, but I'd say say a 5 by 7 I have a photo reference for, for. I would say probably have a good six to eight hours in them wow. on average. That's awesome. Maybe, maybe not as much. It, it depends on the painting. Sometimes it's a one three-hour session and it starts looking good, so I just stop That's before awesome. I ruin it. <laughs> I can't paint at all, so like I'm, your talent blows blows my mind. I like look at something oh, and you. I try and do it, and I'm like, eh, this looks like a blob <laughs> of nothing. It's really terrible. Um, now, do you have a preference to whether you like doing stuff where you have a reference, or is it more? Do you prefer just kind of going off whatever's in your head, or just painting like whatever you want, or do you like having that reference photo? Um, it, it depends. Um, ultimately, I like just painting out of my head. It's fun. So a lot of times in between, like if I'm doing pieces for gallery shows and if I'm waiting for those to dry, sometimes I'll just pull out a blank canvas and just paint something just for the sake of painting it. Um, but if I, if I create my own photo reference, that's a pretty fun process. It yeah. can be kind of time consuming, but usually my wife will help me and you know, I'll make my own reference and then, you know, put it into Photoshop, print it out, and then I'll use that to paint from. That's and that's a pretty cool. fun process. That's, yeah, that's really yeah. interesting. Um, have you noticed, like, over time, like, the improvement in work? Like, is there something that you, like, I'm trying to think of a way to word 
Like from his older work to his newer yeah. work, do you see a difference in your in the way that you painted when you first started out to now? Oh, certainly. When I first started, I didn't even I didn't know what the hell I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> Not one bit. Um, and I mean, I still sometimes I still feel that ways. But yeah, no, I definitely uh, can see an improvement and just an ease. I mean, at first, I didn't even understand simple terms like composition, values, and you know, kind of the basic terminology to making art. Like when I'd be talking to Chet and he'd be telling me, Hey, you need to work on this. You need to work on that. I'd be like, okay, my composition's <laughs> not good. What? English, please? <laughs> what, the, what the hell is composition? Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, ultimately, yeah, I feel like as from even two years ago or so, I'm a much, much stronger painter than I was then. Do you have a piece of like your original work that you've done, or even even if it's like um like your pop art or anything that you've really just been like done more recently and looked at it and been like, wow, this is fucking good. <laughs> um, yeah, I have some. I mean, I always try to try to make myself try to see it like not from that perspective, I guess. <laughs> um. But, uh, yeah, I did one this past summer for um, the Dark Art Tarot Project where I painted the fool. I don't know if you guys saw this one on my Instagram. It's yeah. a guy with, like, a long – that one. That's actually um, the that one, one that was... – uh, that's actually the one that when I looked at it, I was like, oh, I'm getting, like, Clive Barker, like, vibes from this. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah that one in particularly I was really proud about because it, it was partial photo reference and then – the background and the cliff and the sky, all that stuff, I had to just kind of paint out of my head. That's cool. So I kind of, you know, I had the my son wearing a dog mask on all fours in front of me. I was dressed up like the fool. My wife took a couple quick shots and then uh, just kind of worked from there. But that's really, pretty cool. Yeah, that's, that's really cool interesting. Though, yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, no, I've, I've used my kids for photo references several times. That's awesome. You, you know. Good. You, you made use them, you five should be kids. able to use them how you need them. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, like, uh, if you saw the gas mask kid paintings, um, th- those were my son, Fate. And th- those ones I did a few years ago. Um, I think he was about six back then or so. Five or six. But, yeah, he's... He's usually a pretty good sport about it. I mean, I think like that'd be pretty... Like, if somebody wanted to paint me, I'd be like, that's pretty cool. All right. Now, sure. do you... Like, after you say, like, use your kids for photo reference for these paintings, do you, like, show them the paintings? Do they get, like, all excited about it, or...? Um, sometimes. Um, Fate, he didn't really seem to care too much. Our, uh... Our ten-year-old daughter, she's the one that really likes posing for pictures, and she's... Girl like, uh, yeah, <laughs> she has, she can like full control of her face. So if you want her to look creepy and sullen, she can just That's drop awesome. every bit of soul she has and just look at like burn you with her eyes. <laughs> um, and she's also the out of our five kids, she's the one that's most interested in art too. She's the one that's always painting she always wants art for her birth you know birthday christmas Mm -hmm. um so she's our artist one so she's usually pretty into it but usually i've always used my son for the different concepts because i don't really haven't really painted a whole lot of female subjects Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah i've painted her a few times just for like study pieces and stuff like that and she's always a lot of fun now when you um, 
when you go to do like uh, art shows and stuff like I, i'm sure it's a lot more natural now but was it like nerve-wracking at first to like put your work out there and like kind of take like criticism or anything like that like were you worried at all about that um sometimes a little nervous as far as criticism goes i've always been pretty uh open for criticism as no one if, as long as no one's being a dick yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh constructive criticism yes. stuff like that i've always been open to it because that's that's where i've learned the most i don't learn much from someone telling me like oh that's a really good painting i've yeah, learned a lot more from uh like okay like when i first started talking to like professional artists you know some wouldn't respond some would someone beg like, okay well you have some ideas you know you're creative you can render all right but you got to practice this stuff like don't even worry about being creative you got to start practicing technical stuff figure drawing and you know the boring stuff <laughs> um but yeah and then as far as the galleries go um i i started showing around i live in eugene mm-hmm. oregon and i started showing around here because it's not a lot of people are buying art especially my kind of you know dark art stuff um it's pretty hippie over here um but there's a lot of businesses that'll put on shows mm-hmm. and you know let you show your work so like i started off doing that Nothing would ever sell, but it was always kind of a cool night out. You know, go out, drink some beer, talk about art. Um, and last year was the first year that I got into, like, a professional quality gallery. That's cool. And that was, uh, that was Heine Gallery in Burbank. And they're, they're an awesome gallery. They show a lot, of, a lot of established dark artists, but they're also all about fishing out new artists. So it's... Uh, a lot of galleries, the, they'll kind of only show who sells very well. Um, Hyena is one of several that are down there that, you know, they're trying to just find new artists and promote yeah. new artists. So, and how that happened is just a lot of artists I knew down there, they, that's where a lot of them got their start. Everyone had great things to say about Hyena. So I just, I messaged the uh, the owner, Bill, and he, uh, I just wanted to talk to him, like, hey, can you take a look at my art, you know, kind of tell me your opinion. He didn't hit me back for, like, three months. <laughs> so I was like, ah, he probably, he probably doesn't like it. And then he hit me back, and he was like, hey, I like your stuff. You know, I got a show coming up. So it was a, uh, it was a cancer-themed show. Okay. And, which was kind of, uh... It was kind of a different theme for mine. And I don't know if you saw on my Instagram, there's a painting of some hands on a table with nails through them mm-hmm. and an hourglass with a skull. Well, that was the piece I did for it. And, uh, yeah, that was kind of my intro down into, like, the L.A. gallery scene. And then since then, I've been shown pretty regularly with Hyena and um, Dark Art Emporium, both really kick-ass galleries that pretty much just cater to kind of outsider, dark art, lowbrow stuff. That's super cool. That's cool, yeah. And it's got to be cool, too, to just, like, like you said, like, how you guys just go out and have a beer and bullshit about art. Like, I'm, like, I know that, like, for, through doing the podcast, we've met a lot of really cool people. So, like, I'm sure it's the same in your situation also. Just meeting people who have the same interests as you, it's always really great. Yeah, it is. I oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. It's, it's awesome. I mean, like, growing up. Like, I didn't have artist friends and stuff like that, so I would never really dove into that too much. And then, uh, like, here, I don't, I don't really get out much. You know, me and my wife, we both work full-time, and we both paint, and we have five kids. Yeah. So, uh, 
<laughs> we don't really get out much. I don't really do any local stuff anymore just because our schedules don't really permit it, and it's kind of a it's kind of a hassle to go set up because people just aren't really buying anything here. Mm-hmm. Um, like we we do the Saturday market. We took it off this year because I uh, we also started a collective. There's me, my wife, and our friend Chris Nolder. So for like local events, we've always kind of just worked together, like mm-hmm. for the tattoo expo and the Saturday market and any event like that where we're kind of just doing a booth setup or something. We've kind of tag teamed that, and uh, and that's been real cool. This year we kind of took off though. My job was busy, Gina was busy, and then our friend Chris he was kind of in a transition phase and um, he was busy, so we kind of just took it off this year. Now, when you um, when you paint, is there any like what are your biggest influences for it besides like other artists that do it? Like, is there specific like music, movie, atmosphere, real life events? Like, what's what would you say is your biggest influence? Um, aside from other visual art, um, I mean, I listen to a lot of music, but I feel like I'm a little more movie person. Mm-hmm. Um, like I had a phase where like, I, I didn't even really listen to mu- um, music. It was just movies all day long. Um, and, you know, like I, I, I love horror movies, most all kinds of horror movies. You know, Us my too. favorite. Are the horror. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite are the most like psych- um, psychological, you know, like The Shining. Shining's mm-hmm. probably hands down my oh, so favorite. Good. Movie. We actually ask every uh, every artist spotlight we do what your favorite horror movie is, and if there's a movie that specifically got you into horror that you remember. Um, that specifically got me into horror. Mm-hmm. That's the, I that's would the say, question ever, isn't it? <laughs> um, I'm trying to think back. Like when I was a young kid, my mom wouldn't let us watch any horror movies or anything like that. But, once I turned 10, I just kind of started doing whatever I wanted. <laughs> but before that, I, I know I've seen It when I was a kid because it's funny. I, I paint a lot of clowns now. Mm-hmm. My clowns terrified me as a kid. Um, and then Beetlejuice. I, I, I feel like Beetlejuice is probably I love one of the Beetlejuice ones for me. Me too. I'm actually starting a Beetlejuice painting today. I can't wait to mission. see it. <laughs> oh. Yeah, Sierra, like, yeah, I, like I said when we were talking before, like, Sierra was gushing hardcore. I was like, oh, this is the guy that we're talking to, and I was showing some of your work, and I got to the Leatherface one, and she was like, oh, my fucking God. I, yeah. Oh, nice. I'm, I'm, a, like, the biggest Texas Chainsaw Massacre fan. I love it. But, oh, yeah, um, I love that one. That's that's one of my favorites. I think I've done two Leatherface paintings now. Yeah. Always a fun one. Nice. I love Leatherface. Next time I have money, <laughs> I'm going to hit you up. We're going to make well, something great. Until, uh, until December 20th, I'm running a pretty good special where I'm doing $60 uh, 5x7 horror portraits. Dylan, Christmas is a coming, buddy. <laughs> um, that actually leads me to my next question. How does it feel when you sell a piece of your art? Because it's like, I feel like you work so hard on it, and it's like, something that you absolutely love doing like is it like bittersweet to sell it like oh yeah i sold it but at the same time like it's your art isn't like i can't imagine that that's got to be kind of a strange feeling to have i don't know i might be reading too yeah much i mean this. I, <laughs> I i love selling my art <laughs> i mean yeah it feels great and I, I don't really have any attachment to my art like me and my wife we collect art too so we have nowhere to put it i paint a picture if it doesn't sell it just gets stuffed in the cabinet 
<laughs> then they just pile up. So yeah, I mean, it's great to sell it. Even it doesn't even really matter. It's just cool. Like especially early on, it took me a couple years to ever even be able to sell a painting. You get a lot of people saying, "Oh, that's cool. That's you know, I like that painting," but <laughs> it's not enough be, to get yeah, money it, for it's it. It's got to be cool <laughs> too to be, like just think like somebody wants to pay money for something that you created. Like, I, I think that, that like, I feel, I've never had that experience, but I feel like it would be, like, a really cool... All I know is if I had a, a portrait of Leatherface, it'd be hanging up right next to my portrait of my grandpa. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, no, it's, it's fucking awesome to, uh, to have someone actually give you money, even if it's a $20 drawing or if it's a $400 painting. It's, uh... It's really cool to have someone give you. They like that that painting enough to give you, mm-hmm. you know, the money that they work. Um, yeah, I know it's really cool, and especially because it's tough. If you're not a huge name artist or just mind blowing crazy good, it, it's hard. It's definitely uh, takes a lot of years of grinding to really like. You know, most of the guys I know that are full time artists and stuff. A lot of them it took a good decade to even get to where like they could live off of their art that's 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 insane like any person that gets to that point where they've worked so hard like one they absolutely deserve to be able to live off of their passion and what they're doing because they've worked so hard to get there but like i'm so envious of that yeah (laughs) that's that's gonna be like the greatest feeling in the world like loving exactly what you're doing every day yeah and i mean i know it's it's tough work most of the full-time artists i know they work you know, seven days a week, all day, every day. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, I'd rather do that than what I have to go do for work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I feel you. Now, when you when but, you paint, do you ever get like creative blocks, or do you constantly have like these ideas that you want to work with? There's like, there's a, is there a lot of stuff on the back burner that you're like, once I'm done with this, I'm going to move on to this one. <laughs> yeah, I usually have lots of ideas, and I do a pretty good job of staying motivated. Um, I just now, since I started my that uh, five by seven commission special for the holidays, I'd kind of a little hiatus before that from um, the last show. I finished a piece. I think it was the yeah the last oil painting that I'd done was for a September show, and this was my first year of having a lot of deadlines and you know being required to have a painting done on time for the galleries or the dark art tarot project and some other things That's gonna be so i kind of just, just yeah i just yeah and it was my first year of having to deal with that so i just kind of like i needed a break my my normal job was crazy busy i got five kids so i just kind of like i need to i need to take a break and that usually happens once maybe twice a year where i need just a month to where like either i just decide i need to avoid working on art or Sometimes I just can't do it. Like, I've had times before where I just can't, can't get myself out to the studio to paint. You have got to be, like, the but biggest if... time management person in the world <laughs> with everything that you got balancing <laughs> on your plate. Like, that's impressive to be able to work full-time, work on your art, and make commissions for people, you know, and then take care of your five children. That's amazing. Like, kudos to you. Like, seriously. That's awesome. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. And luckily, luckily my wife will put up with it. <laughs> yes, well, kudos uh, to her for putting up, up with it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it, I, I'm she'll, sure it's cool, uh, She too. often has to pick up a lot of slack. Oh, good. 
Oh, no, you're good. I was just going to say, I'm sure it's cool, too, that, like, you guys have the same uh, interests, so that she kind of gets where you're coming from at the same time. Like, she has the same passion for painting that you do, so. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's great. And, I mean, we used to have a lot more studio other and stuff, but now our youngest are uh, four-year-old twins. You have so, twins? That's so cute. Yeah, that little boy and a girl, little four-year-olds, oh. and they're crazy I little monsters. I work with four-year-olds. I'm a preschool teacher. <laughs> oh, awesome. Awesome. Yeah, they're, they're funny. <laughs> they're interesting little things. But yeah, so they're just, it's hard to, because our studio is our garage. Mm-hmm. We have a pretty good-sized garage, and you know that's where we do all our printing and all our painting and all of our art-related stuff. Um, but, you know, they're just at the age now where, like, we can't really have them out here while we're painting because they get into everything. Yeah. <laughs> and then just leaving them in the house is no good. Like, when they were younger, you know, when they were real young, we could put them in a little bouncy, like a bouncy <laughs> chair or uh, put them in their um, playpen or something out in the studio with us so they could just mm-hmm. be out here, hang out with us. And then we could paint. But right now, it's kind of like either needs to be evenings, like when all the kids are home, or if one of us is in, one of us is out. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we, we don't really get to fight as much as we used to together. But usually when we're painting to each other or anything. <laughs> so um, I, I want to give you the chance to... <laughs> I want to give you the chance to like plug where people can find you, especially because you're running your, your holiday sale right now. So if anybody listening wants to go check out your work or possibly need something to gift a loved one for Christmas, uh, where can they find you? <laughs> Dylan ought to be looking you up on Instagram right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so on Facebook, it's just Chris Holford, K-R-I-S-H-A-L-L-F-O-R-D. Um yeah, it's just Chris Holford. Click on that, and then you'll see I have a whole bunch of posts and all that on there. And then on Instagram, my handle is at Chris, K-R-I-S, underscore, Holford, H-A-L-L-F-O-R-D, underscore, art, A-R-T. Awesome. And we'll link all of that in the description for this episode, as well as your Etsy page where people can find more of your work. Um, thanks for coming on, man. Awesome. We had a blast talking with you. All right, cool. Sounds good. Thanks right. a lot, guys. Thanks a thank lot, you man. so much for being on, Chris. It was really fun talking with you. Yeah, thank you. You too. Right, Have later. a great night. All right, you too. <laughs>